Oh, my God. 
Four minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. I'm 
Ganim.
J.M. in the A.M. Hello, hello. It is a Wednesday morning. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'll tell you. Baruch Hashem, we survived yesterday. An amazing broadcast day. Really an amazing broadcast day. One that will go down in, uh, I think, broadcast history, frankly. Yesterday morning, we were uh, we were up very early. Earlier than some of the election officials in Israel. And we... Um, we broadcasted live from Teaneck, New Jersey. A big shout-out to Sammy's, to Yussi and Carol and everybody who was so hospitable over at uh, Sammy's. Their whole staff was really incredible to us. 
Uh, and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Teaneck, New Jersey, it's uh, hustling and bustling early in the morning on a Queen Anne Road. And we had a lot of wonderful guests, and I'm glad that uh, we had insane numbers, which means a lot of people around the world like when we travel and we meet people uh, through these airwaves, which is a great feeling. So I thank you all for that. And then yesterday uh, at night, uh, during the evening, we started a, a broadcast that uh, was picked up by dozens and dozens of websites and streams uh, from the Amudim fundraising event. I am happy to say that uh, it did extremely well, meaning as we were on the air from uh, 6.30 to 11.30 Eastern time last night, uh, Amudim, they, they, they jumped... Uh, uh, almost three quarters of a million dollars during that time slot, which was amazing. And the campaign is still going on. Um, if you go to a pillar to pillar.com, pillar, the number two, pillar.com, uh, you will, um, you'll see what's happening in terms of the uh, current Amudim campaign. And um, they, they, they basically right now, with 16 and a half hours left to the campaign, almost a full day, uh, they're basically um, at 1.7 million. They're hovering just around 1.69, 1.7. Go to pillar2pillar.com, pillar, the number two, pillar.com, and you can check on the latest from Amudim. So uh, that was quite a broadcast night. Uh, got home sometime before 12.30 this morning, and Baruch Hashem, I am so happy. <laughs> that God gives me the strength to uh, be here early in the morning and start off a Wednesday JM in the AM from our wonderful studio here in New York City. I am very, very happy about that, to say the least. By the way, uh, tomorrow, speaking of being on the road and, and having an amazing week uh, sponsored by, uh, an amazing month sponsored by Azer Mitzion, but this week in particular, because we're on the road so much, uh, tomorrow morning we um, we will be in Woodmere. Tomorrow morning we'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel out in Woodmere. Um, Ryan Hyman of Azer Mitzion is going to join us. The results are in, by the way. Um, congratulations to the winners in the ball drop competition. I wish I could say that I was one of the winners. I was not. But you know what they say, and in this case it's really true. Everybody who participated is certainly a winner. That's for sure. And um, the event was a big success, Baruch Hashem. And um, I thank everybody, everybody who participated in the uh, Nahum versus Miriam competition in terms of the promo codes. Uh, the winner was DN, initials DN, uh, a grand prize in the ball drop of uh, 27 and a half, which means just under $2,750. Second prize was Daniela Gershel, uh, just under $1,400. And third prize, uh, just over $450 to uh, Dr. Shari Mann. Mazal Tov. Isn't that great? She actually purchased those golf balls, uh, I think, while she was standing and watching our show yesterday at Sammy's. So congratulations to Shari and to all the winners. Um, they had over 700 golf balls that were dropped uh, on the uh, green. Over 700 were dropped. In the Nahum Miriam competition, I won by 16. Frankly, that's not a great showing. I really, I should have done much better than that. So I will uh, give uh, credit to Miriam Al Wallach for her efforts. Uh, when she gets behind the cause, she really gets behind the cause. 
Um, and uh, she she gave it a really valiant effort, and I, I, I'm shocked that it was that close, frankly. <laughs> he, he said humbly. Uh, but that's it. 16 golf balls, I won. Ryan Hyman tomorrow, he'll join us from Got to Get a Bagel. We have a wonderful lineup tomorrow, a really, really solid lineup tomorrow, including the Elmi Nachman, including Charlie Harari, including Dove Heikind, who's going to stop by. We have a great, great lineup from Long Island tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, it's going to be an amazing show. It's Wednesday on this 18th of September. Chai Elul, 18th day in the month of Elul. Uh, Slichos for the Ashkenazi community starts early this Sunday morning. Dafyomi ends Krisus today. Mazaltov to those who are concluding Krisus and goes to Meila tomorrow. Mazaltov again to those who are plowing through the Masechdas at this point on our way to the big sea of Mashah. 62 degrees, 77% humidity, winds in northeast at 8 miles per hour. Morning clouds, then afternoon sun, and a high today of 71. Tonight clear with a low of 54. Tomorrow, sunshine with a high temperature Thursday, 73 degrees. By the way, I don't even think we decided where tomorrow's live lunch is going to be. Uh, last week, we uh, we were in Lakewood. Great live lunch for Thursday. The week before in Washington Heights, great pop-up live lunch. Not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. Got to figure it out. But another full broadcast day on the road tomorrow with our friends at Azer Mitzion. We're very much looking forward to it. 89 right now in Yerushalayim, 62 here. In New York City, as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Well, I, I yesterday we didn't break into our network because we were literally on our way to the Amudim event. Uh, otherwise, we would have broken in with whatever latest news we had regarding um, the election. I, not much to report. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm looking at the Jerusalem Post and its unofficial election results as of now, literally as of just before we went on the air this morning. Lee Kud at 33, Blue and White at 33, the Joint List at 10, Israel Beitenu at 9, Shas 9, UTJ 8, Yamina 7, uh, Gesher 6, Democratic Union 5. You put it all together and you basically have two factions that without a Victor Lieberman uh, are not going to be able to form a government. Now, will there be some type of unity government? Who knows? The prime minister has vowed to build a new government. Benny Gantz has vowed to build a broad national unity government. Who knows? It, it, the, the shame of it, or I should say the, the sad part of this whole thing, is that most predictions came true. Most predictions had this at the same type of stalemate as the first 2019 election, and that's basically what happened. So we shall see. We shall see. Wednesday morning here at... Uh, J.M. in the A.M. And, uh, oh, there we go. This coming Sunday is Torah New York. The Orthodox Union presents an amazing event. Torah New York indoors at City Field in Queens, starting this Sunday at 8.45 in the morning and going until 6 p.m. One Torah, one people, one place. With a tremendous array of speakers, many brand new speakers, new programs, and a whole new experience. Register now. Go to ou.org slash Torah NY. Again, that's ou.org slash Torah NY. And get ready for Torah New York indoors at City Field this Sunday, beginning at 845 all the way until 6 p.m.
And I hope everybody uh, get, has an opportunity to be there for part or all of a Sunday's program. It's going to be uh, it's going to be quite a wonderful Torah presentation, and we'll talk more about it later on. Twenty minutes before seven o'clock. Was there anything else I wanted to mention in this segment? I guess that's it for now. We'll find out what Mayor Weingarten's schedule is. See if we can get him on for a couple of minutes, maybe right after the uh, news at the top of the hour, and get his. Uh, Opinion about everything going on in Israel. All right, more coming up. It's Micha Gammerman and it's JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Yishtabach Shemo wrapping up the hour. That's Yaakov Shweki, of course. Before that, Yisrael Nosha from Eitan Katz. Omek HaDover had Holy Fire. Leif Tahar with Birchas HaChodesh played that because of the great job that Eli Schwebel did last night at the Amudim event. Micha Gammerman with Simcha Gedola opening up that set. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Galei Tzal. News from Israel next. The election results seem to be deadlocked. That's what it seems. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JMNAM. ולייצר מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. בחירות ספטמבר 2019, לאחר ספירה של 91% מהקולות, כחול לבן עוברים את הליכוד ועומדים על 32 מושבים לעומת 31 לליכוד. ראש השמאל מרכז הגדיל את כוחו ל-56 חברי כנסת. מוועדת הבחירות המרכזית מדווחת כתבתנו טל זרביב. גוש הימין חרדים ללא ישראל ביתנו זוכה ל-55 מנדטים, וגוש המרכז שמאל ל-56. יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו אביגדור ליברמן נותר לשון המאזניים עם תשעה מנדטים, הליכוד כרגע 31, כחול לבן 32, הרשימה המשותפת 13, ויש עוד חמישה מנדטים שיזוזו בשל מעטפות כפולות. ברקע התוצאות המסתמנות, ראש הממשלה נתניהו יכנס אחרי הצהריים את ראשי ימינה, ש"ס ויהדות התורה, כתב התחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין. הפגישה צפוי ראש הממשלה לוודא עם ראשי המפלגות כי אכן יתמכו בו להרכיב את הממשלה, בבואם להמליץ לנשיא על מי להטיל את המלאכה. מדובר בפגישת טרום משא ומתן קואליציוני, וצפויים להעלות ראשי המפלגות את דרישותיהם. לאחר מכן יכנס נתניהו את סיעת הליכוד, ובה יפרט באוזני חברי הכנסת והשרים מהם הצעדים הבאים של הליכוד בימים הקרובים. וחבר הכנסת דוד ביטן מהליכוד טען אצל אמיר איבגי ויעל דן בגלי צה"ל, אי אפשר להקים ממשלה ללא הליכוד או נתניהו. מנגד חבר הכנסת מאיר כהן מכחול לבן שב והבהיר, נעשה הכל על מנת להקים ממשלת אחדות ללא נתניהו. יש לנו אמירה מאוד ברורה, אנחנו עומדים אחריה. ממשלה חילונית עם ליכוד, עם איווט ליברמן, איתנו. ו... ונתניהו, כי לא יהיה אחר לפי עמדת הליכוד כעת. נחכה ונראה. המצב יש באמת טוטלוסט, כי אף אחד לא מסוגל להרכיב ממשלה, ולכן כחול לבן יצטרכו לעזוב את הטענות שלהם כלפי נתניהו, ובעצם לאפשר לנתניהו להקים את הממשלה. עוד בחדשות, איראן במסר תקיף לארצות הברית, כל פעולה נגדנו תיענה בתגובה מהירה, כתב חדשות החוץ אבי גמולקה. טהרן שלחה היום מכתב דיפלומטי לוושינגטון דרך שגרירותה בשוויץ, בו היא מזהירה את האמריקנים מפעולה צבאית נגדה. כמו כן היא שבה ומבהירה כי בניגוד להאשמות הבית הלבן, אין לה קשר למתקפת הרחפנים על מתקני הנפט בסעודיה בשבת. בתוך כך משרד החוץ של ארצות הברית פרסם היום אזהרה מנסיעה לסעודיה והדגיש גלו ערנות מרבית באזור. עימותים אלימים בין שוטרים לתושבים במושב שדה עוזיה שבדרום. כתבנו רמי שני מעדכן שנציגי רשות מקרקעי ישראל בליווי שוטרים ופקחים הגיעו למקום כדי להרוס מבנים חקלאיים לא חוקיים ונתקלו בהתנגדות התושבים. כוחות משטרה פועלים במקום כדי לאפשר את ביצוע צווי ההריסה. תושב עיספיה נעצר בחשד שאיים ברצח על חברי מועצת העיר, כתבנו קובי מנדל. הוויכוחים סביב תקציב מועצת עיספיה הובילו אמש למעצרו של תושב המקום בן 28, אשר על פי החשד שלח מסרים מאיימים לשניים מחברי המועצה. המדובר בין היתר גם באיומים ברצח. 
וחיפוש ברכבו נתפסו מכשירים סלולריים וכן חומר החשוד כסם. המשטרה מבקשת כעת להאריך את מעצרו בשל חומרת החשדות. ומזג האוויר לסיום, חם ויבש מהרגיל העונה, בעיקר בערים ובפנים הארץ. לאורך החוף תנשבנה רוחות צפוניות ערות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. J.M. in the A.M. on a uh, Wednesday morning. Galay Tal, of course, our news uh, broadcast from Israel. 2 p.m. Uh, Israel newscast for a uh, Wednesday, day after Election Day. Uh, the man who can uh, give us up-to-the-minute insight, assuming someone can give up-to-the-minute insight <laughs> about the most recent Israeli election, is with us. Live via telephone, I will introduce Mayor Weingarten in a second. I want to remind everybody that according to the latest from the J-Post, Jerusalem Post website, 33 seats each for Likud and Blue and White. According to the newscast you just heard on Galei Tzal, 32 for Blue and White, 31 for Likud. Mayor Weingarten, Boker Tov. Boker or sort of. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you could say, uh, rightfully so, anybody could could say in the aftermath of yesterday's election that we're essentially in the same position we were in after the more after the after the uh, election of early 2019. Uh, no, we're not. We're in a worse position. Wow. I guess I don't think we're intended. Say it again. We say it again. We're, 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 it's hard to hear you. You're in a worse position, but what? I'm. I think we're in a worse position than we were before because um, at the at the end of the day, there is really no way for any one side to put together a, a government, and um, you have a stalemate, a real stalemate. Before you had a stalemate, but it was it was it was very close to uh, Netanyahu. Netanyahu was one vote away from a uh, majority. He made a really the worst gamble of his uh, of his political career in in going to a second election he was much better off before he has less seats than he had before for the Likud, first of all and that's with adding Kaplon in and with adding Moshe Feiglin in those two together had about seven seats and yet the Likud is now down by uh, three or four seats well to me that's the story the story is that uh, he went ahead he 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 arranged or he negotiated all these deals to include smaller uh, parties in his block, and and have those votes count as you as you've explained to us in the past. And even with all that, he couldn't uh, he couldn't match what he did last time, which is unbelievable. And that that is the story. So not right. not only did he did he gamble and really lose, but now we see. Uh, and it's there. The evidence is there that his political power is not nearly as strong as we thought it was. Right. His, I, I think the story in the global Israeli picture, or the national Israeli picture, I should say, is that Netanyahu's days are reaching the beginning of the end. And he's not, it's not over by any means, but it's reaching the beginning of the end. Just, you know, I think people were tired. It's just a point where a, a, a politician just reaches a point of being tired. I think people, I saw, I don't know about people, I saw, and I told you yesterday before the results came in that I was concerned, 
I saw someone in a panic. Right. He kept pulling things. Kept every, every day there was some new thing that he was some new some new uh, trying to pull out that I had. He seemed in a state of panic, and I think that when the leader, who is supposedly the cool, calm, collected guy who's in charge, seems to be in a panic, I think people find that to be problematic. Most of those votes, though, if we were realistic, I, I don't, I don't think Israelis changed their mind and suddenly turned to be leftist. That that did not happen. Um, most of the Likud kind of votes were picked up by Israel Beitenu, which is Lieberman. Right. And Lieberman, no matter what anybody wants to say about him, is not left. Right. So, uh, um, I'm sorry. Mayor Weingarten is with us. Is there any hope for those who think that Lieberman now could be more flexible and, in fact, use his seats as a bargaining chip to form a government or help form a government? Is that unrealistic? I mean, you, you, you started this conversation by saying we're in worse shape than we were last time. But if he would acquiesce somewhat, if he would have a desire uh, to, you know, to get a good deal, so to speak, that, that could solve this problem, the problem meaning the problem of, of not having a stable government. Well, we, it, 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 he doesn't need to use his foot. And in fact, the, the funny, the ironic thing could end up where he, he's not needed at all. If we could goes together with um, with Gantz, right? We couldn't Kaholavan go to make a deal and go together, then nobody needs anybody. Right. They'll all be add-ons. Right. But and, but if Lieberman yeah. would form with blue and white, he would bury Netanyahu. And no, they don't have they don't they they don't have enough. He, there's no way that that Lieberman's votes that Lieberman's seats will be enough with blue and white to form a coalition. Correct. But if he would go with Netanyahu, it would be enough numbers to do so. No, also not. Also not. Oh, right. I forgot where everyone no, is. Everyone's in no the, way. Everyone, right. Ev- no everyone's way to put together. Right. Everyone's in the low 30s. It would be impossible, right? Right. There's no way to put it together. Now, in the media, they keep uh, playing this game of these two blocks, you know, uh, one of uh, 54. One, it's uh, like two equal blocks. It's not true because there are 13 seats of the Arab parties that are not going into the left block. So right. And they say, oh, the left block is. It's 50-something. That's ridiculous. So the left has much less of a chance of doing anything, even with Lieberman. I, I am saying the left. Kaholavan. Kaholavan right. is, a, is, a, is a mishmash. Left, right, and center. Their right is a right-wing faction in Kaholavan. We're Bogi Yalon. Right. And, and Yoaz Hendel and, and these guys. And, and the Hauser. These are all formerly good people. Um, all right, so what's going to happen now? Will the president give Netanyahu an opportunity at least to try to do this, or, or what? What do you think? You, you know, the funny thing is there two two things that are two, two observations. One is, you know, there's this game in Israel that you can buy, it's usually sold before Pesach, where they have different little um, cardboard cutouts, and you have to place them around the, the Seder table, but each one has conditions. So Uncle Joe doesn't want to sit next to, um, you know, anybody right. from the other side of the family. And then you got to sit, right? 
(laughs) I know where you're going with this. (laughs) Right. They each one promised that they won't fit with. Right. Lieberman promised he won't fit with Haridim. Right. Haridim promised they won't fit with Lapid. The Holobar promised that they won't fit with Netanyahu. So somebody's going to have to break their promise. Otherwise, there's nothing happening. You know, Ben Gurion is somewhere saying, Baruch Hashem, we got to this point where the Israeli electorate is basically a joke at this point. Thank God. <laughs> it, it, it says something about the stability and the and the conditions of a nation when, you know, you could laugh about the election. I wish. <laughs> yeah, you wish is right. That's true. I wish. Uh, but that's, that's the thing. And, and hope, hopefully, um, Ruby Rivlin, whose position here now becomes a central one, bangs their heads together and says, you know, you got to look the other way. You got to. Now, the question is, will anybody bolt from the we could coalition? So that's something that people don't think about. But, um, you know, what happens if shots bolt from the we could coalition? And says they're ready to form with who? Right. They take all those seats and they go to Kahlo. But then, but then Lieberman has to join. Then Lieberman has to join. But Lieberman swore he's not sitting with shots. You know, that's where all that thing is. And the other thing, which is very sad, is that uh, the religious Zionists uh, have proven yet again that they have no idea how to do politics. Right. Because a lot of wasted votes in that camp, right? Well, that's one. There's about 70,000 wasted votes of Otsmai Yehudi who, who just, they don't get it. What's the second and part of it? The second part is, I, I don't know if you know this because it didn't make so much news, but right after the announcement of the exit polls, the, the, they announced that they're splitting. Oh, right. The, they announced they're splitting. Ayat right. uh has no control over what's going on, mm. and the, the whole thing is falling apart. And they're too, uh, you know, when, uh, when you get too idealistic and you can't sit with anybody else who's even within your camp, and everybody's being very, very, you know, pure, and I, then you've got a problem. Politics is not, a, it's not about that. Right. All right. Well, here we are, stalemate city. <laughs> yes. I just, uh, you know, there's another thing we should point out. Um, the third largest party in Israel today <clears throat> is the Arab party. They have 13 seats. If there is a coalition of of uh, and Likud, the head of the opposition, which is an official role in Israel, the the leader of the opposition will be Ayman Uda, the head of the Arab Party, the Rishimam That means, by the way, that he gets briefed by the military once every week or whatever. He means he gets Shinbet. Um, bodyguards. It means that any visiting dignitary meets with them. That's the, the leader of the opposition. That's a role. That's an actual role. And that will be headed by the head of the Arab party. If, if, if we could and uh, that means if, if the two big parties go together, then the next biggest is, is the head of the opposition. Wow. And, and and you'd have to assume that both Blue and White and Likud are considering that as they think about a unity government. I, I, I don't think they're going to 
let it stand in the way, if right. that's what you mean, but uh, because it's just something that we have to be. It's a sobering thought, that's all. Mayor Todaraba. Yeah, amen to that. Mayor Weingarten with uh, a little post-election analysis. Not very different from what we thought right after the election when these uh, rumors were coming out that there was a stalemate. There still is a stalemate. Uh, Both major parties in the low 30s in terms of seats. No one really able to form a coalition at this point. Benjamin Netanyahu obviously much more politically weak than uh, in comparison to the previous election of 2019. And uh, which was, we, we talked about it. We ta- I, I had said it. It's not a, it, it, I did not have a good feeling about it when he went to the second election of 2019. Did not have a good feeling about it. It's called outsmarting yourself. And I believe that's exactly what happened this time around, even with his, uh, you know, brilliant quote unquote negotiations with other right wing parties. Um, and here we stand, stalemate city, as I call it post the uh, Israeli election. JM and the AM on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, an amazing day yesterday. I want to thank everybody at Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey, and thank all of our guests who joined us during JM and the AM. I want to thank Tzvi Gluck and everybody who was so hospitable last night uh, when uh, uh, when I had the opportunity to host and Miriam El Wallach had the opportunity to produce a great five-hour show on behalf of Amudim. You can go to Amudim at Pillar2Pillar.com and join their amazing fundraising effort. Every dollar you give is quadrupled during this campaign, which ends a little later on today. Probably ends uh, tonight, right? Like 10, 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, Pillar2Pillar.com. Uh, tomorrow, JM and the AM from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere, courtesy of Azer Mitzion. We're on the road all month long, uh, courtesy of Azer Mitzion. We'll be there tomorrow in Woodmere with a great lineup. A great, great lineup. Listen to some of the people who are going to be joining us tomorrow on JM and the AM. Really an amazing lineup. Uh, we have representatives from Hafter who are going to be there. Dove Hyken's going to be there. Rabbi Gladstein, who just wrote this brilliant brand new book with Art Scroll, is going to be there. Rabbi Adam Englander of Halb is going to be there. Azer Mitzion's Ryan Hyman will be there with a Chayal who saved a life and we'll explain tomorrow. Charlie Harari's going to be in. We'll speak to the people from Hindi's libraries. Uh, Naomi Nachman's going to join us. And where will the live lunch be? I don't know. I have no idea. But we'll figure it out. We've had a couple of great Thursday live lunches over the last couple of weeks, and we hope to have another one tomorrow. So that's the story with tomorrow. It's going to be another great day on the road, courtesy of Azer Mitzion. We're getting ready for an amazing and incredible day tomorrow, and I hope you will join us. Uh, meanwhile, here we are on a Wednesday edition of JM in the AM, and we'll continue with this song from Kolachai.
after the darkest time of night Do we see the first glistening ray of light The twilight at the end of days All bad, all we've had will dissipate Night and day will come together To create a glow And we'll see a new dawn And all the world will know
confusion We will provide the solution It's up to us Bringing happiness and freedom J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning. That's uh, Benny Friedman, Dawn of Mashiach, before that, Kolachai, with C.E. Saviv. Wednesday morning on this uh, 18th of Elul, Chai Elul, 5779. Uh, tomorrow morning, we're on the road again. We'll be at Gotta Get a Bagel out in Woodmere. Come join us, everybody. It should be a great show. By the way, Rabbi, Rabbi Daniel Gladstein, who just wrote the book with Art Scroll, The Mystery and the Majesty, Elul. Yamim Narayim and Sukkis, the grandeur and nobility of the days of awe and joy. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein is going to join us tomorrow morning on JM in the AM from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. You can check out the brand new book at artscroll.com. Also, a reminder when you go to artscroll.com, the brand new variations by Daniela Silver. You could use the uh, promo code RADIO for your 15% off plus <coughs> free shipping in the USA. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so you could utilize that, and also the um, uh, the brand new uh, the brand new. Give me a second. <laughs> I don't know how it's escaping me this moment. The brand new Arachayim uh, complete set. Uh, you could use your promo code for that as well. Fifteen percent off plus the uh, free shipping if you use the promo code Radio. Go to artscroll.com. Artscroll.com. We'll talk more about uh, Artscroll tomorrow morning. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein joins us. The book is called The Mystery. And the Majesty, 7.30 in the morning. It's JM the AM. By the way, we have an amazing lineup tomorrow out in the five towns. So get set for another great JM the AM on the road. Thank you to our friends at Azer Mitzion for making that possible, our road shows during the uh, month of September. Much appreciated. Yesterday was a great morning at um, Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, I want to thank Yussi. I want to thank Carol. I want to thank everybody who was so hospitable to us. Uh, yesterday uh, morning in Teaneck at Sammy's. And uh, we'll get back to Teaneck hopefully, hopefully soon. A lot of people asking for us to return. There's a lot, a lot of other people we'd like to meet and speak to there, so uh, hopefully that'll happen sooner rather than later. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebram Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. 
It says in the Torah, Vayancha vayarivecha vayachilcha esamon. Hashem afflicted us. We were hungry, and then He fed us the mon. The Medrash says on this, Mikan remes lahadlokas neiros Shabbos. From here is a hint to lighting the Shabbos candles. The Zerashim should ask the question, what does Hadlokas Neris, the lighting of the Shabbos candles, have to do with the Mon? The Zerashim explains that we find the fascinating Medrash in Kohelis Rabbah. It says that just like a person has Hana, enjoyment from the taste of the food, so too we have Hana, enjoyment from the sight of the food, as we find in the Talmud, Meseches Yuma. It is not comparable. One who sees and eats as to one who does not see and eats. The reason is, is because when a person sees their food, they can enjoy it on a different level. When Klal Yisrael ate the mon, it was possible for its taste to be whatever the person imagined, whatever they desired, it would be that food. However, since the mon did not change its appearance, it looked the same. There was a slight chisaron, there was a slight detriment in the mon, the fact that a person could not actually see the food that they were eating. That is why it says, that even with the greatness of having the mon, we were still missing the experience of being able to visualize that which we were eating. This alludes to the lighting of the Shabbos Nerus. The Shabbos Nerus, the candles, illuminate our home. They illuminate our lives. They allow us to see all the special foods, the Shabbos Macholim, that we eat, so that we have complete Hanah, complete enjoyment, both the tam, the taste, and also the visualization of the food that we are eating. I once spoke for a yeshiva that was making a grand opening. I was to give a shear, and before the shear there was a reception. A woman came over to me who was not able to see. She was blind. And she told me that it was a great tzachus for her to be at this particular psicha and to be able to hear the shear. All of a sudden, there was a man that came to me while she was standing there and said, Rav, there's a large crowd here. I bet there's 250 people. She said, no, I think it's closer to 300. He looked at me. He couldn't understand it. He was curious, so he counted the people that were there in the way that's permissible. Astounding, there were 300 people bidiyuk. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M., thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Wednesday morning here at J.M. in the A.M. With a reminder, we are on the road tomorrow, courtesy of our friends at uh, Azer Mitzion. We're back on the road at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. Make sure to join us between 6 and 9. Come on by and say hello. We have an amazing lineup tomorrow, really an amazing lineup, and I hope you'll have an opportunity to come by 
and say hi during our broadcast between 6 and 9 a.m. tomorrow morning in Woodmere, New York. Speaking of incredible lineups, <laughs> and that's the only way to say it, there is an incredible and absolutely amazing lineup this coming Sunday at City Field in Queens, New York, and I am not referring to the New York Mets or any visiting team. I'm talking about one of the best Torah lineups you ever saw and heard in your life. Uh, those of you who are um, who are into incredible Torah lectures, especially now this time of year, the first day of Slichos for the Ashkenazi community is this Sunday. You're going to enjoy Torah New York indoors at City Field Sunday from 8:45 until 6 p.m. Whole bunch of grand, a uh, whole bunch of brand new speakers, brand new programs, a whole new experience. You can register now by going to ou.org/torahny, ou.org/torahny, and with us live via telephone is our good friend Rabbi David Pardo, who is the OU Managing Director of Torah Initiatives. Rabbi Pardo, it's great to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It is such a schuss to be here. I appreciate that. I, I, you know, when I heard when I heard last week where your registration numbers are up to for this coming Sunday, I'm saying to myself, this is unbelievable. It's a week before Yuntif. It's the first day of Slichus. Everyone's very busy, and you know, Sundays in general is a busy day in our community because for many, it's the only time they have time to do anything. And it's just remarkable how many people have already registered, how many people are dedicating their entire day this Sunday to a Torah, New York, at City Field. So, number one, congratulations on that. And number Thank two, you. Number two, I assume those numbers just keep on growing, huh? They keep on growing. We are we are filling up. We are selling tickets. People are lining up. And I think it makes sense. The truth is, the Sunday after first day Ashkenazi Slichos is uh, is a little hard. You stay up till till twelve. Your heart's full of inspiration, and then you wake up. You're a little bit groggy. What are you going to do? And I think it's actually the perfect way to channel that inspiration and that resolve and that commitment into doing something real. And then and then you're preparing for Rosh Hashanah in a totally, totally different way. So I think it's going to be, um, uh, besides the fact that it's an incredible lineup, it's just an incredible setup for people to really get into Yontif in a totally different way. Yeah, it's, it's just, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. And you have a lot, of, a lot of different things going on. Let me run through them and then we will uh, explore them. First of all, it's a day of Torah study, inspiration, and connection. You do have an amazing lineup of speakers that are going to be going all day long. You you must have you must have what uh, thirty forty speakers. I mean there must be uh, uh, or near near that number. Am I right about that? We we have a, a great amount of speakers yeah. <laughs> and um, and people are asking me what am I supposed to do? I show up and four people are speaking at the same time. Right. I want to go to all four of them. Right, I, that's a I problem. I don't have uh, I don't have answers for you. That is a problem. There'll be a smichat. Problems to have. It is a good problem. Smichat chaver program and siyum a chance to celebrate its unique programs, halacha, and education accomplishments. This is a, a program where literally people are on a course of study uh, that they complete over a period of time, right? Yeah, this is a new program. It's about a year and a half old that the OU has supported and grown. It's a, uh, you learn for their Tuzmanim per year, you learn one so give very intensely, and it's just exploded. If you meet someone who is in Smichas Haver, you'll see that they're just, totally on fire. It's in 23 communities, and what we're doing this Sunday is the Smichas Chagar segment ends in a siyum. There's a celebration, there's a, there's learning, there's a dinner, and we're hosting that at Tour New York. So, Nochem, people are actually flying in from Florida, from Chicago. There's a bus coming from 
Baltimore and from Boston and people from coming from all around. And I really hope that people are going to see this and say, you know, it's not just this is the day of learning and I'm going to go home on, and it's going to be Monday. It's going to be, you know, another Monday. But wow, these are the kinds of things I could do the entire year round. Yeah, no question about it. You'll see uh, the population in that program grow. The Ruvs Chuva Drusha, never before seen footage of this powerful program. You refer, of course, to Rabbi Yosef Dov Soloveitchik. Tell me about this footage. So you know that for decades the Rav lit up uh, Mariah, and he would give these chuvadrushas before ahead of the the Chagim, and he would give them for hours, and people were just enraptured, and they were totally spellbound. Um, and for a generation, a a generation that remembers that and misses it, and a generation that never had it but heard of it, here we have footage that's never been shown to the public before. Um, and Dr. Arnie Lustiger spent hundreds of hours closed captioning subtitling the entire thing. So we're going to show the first 50 minutes of it uh, live, not live, <laughs> publicly for the very first time. It's going to be quite a spectacle. Unbelievable. Rabbi David Pardo is with us talking about Torah New York this coming Sunday. You can register now by going to TorahNY.org, TorahNY.org. There is a children's program. Now, this is new, right? This is actually a, a program designed for children aged 5 through 12. This is brand new. I really felt... If this, if this event is about celebrating Torah in our community and putting Torah at the very center, that means for every member of the family. And that means that children's programming is not babysitting. It's not just a place to dump your kids. It's a place for your kids to be part of the events of the day. So if that means making shofars, if that means uh, making uh, chocolate and learning about the cautious of chocolate, or we're working together with an organization called Grow Torah, in almost all the schools in the tri-state now where they do uh, they do planting, they do ecological awareness, they do um, things in the school. So they're going to be teaching. I think that we're, we're doing t-shirt dyeing and they're learning about the malach of schita. The point is that Torah is in everything. So we have an unbelievable lineup for Torah, uh, for children's programming. And, if you and want, it's yep, part sir. of the day. And if you wonder what happens once they're over 12 years old, you have teen programming as well with NCSY's Torah Bowl, Shurim, and advisor-led learning. I think you have every age group covered, Rabbi. <laughs> From uh, womb to tomb, they say. Exactly. It's amazing. Teen programming will be going on. And, uh, again, a lot of people that, that you and others uh, deal with uh, in NCSY and other youth programs are going to be available to, uh, to lead that program, right? Rabbi Judah Michelle is running the Beit Midrash, and uh, we have an entire lineup of speakers uh, like for the general audience for teenagers. So they're gearing their, their remarks, their shiurim for teenagers. There's going to be a Torah Bowl between the high schools. There's really just so much going on just for the teenagers. <laughs> and will there be sign language interpretation at every shear that's happening there? You know that we're very uh, very focused on inclusivity. We've uh, worked together with Yasha to make sure that every aspect of the program is accessible. I mean, there, there, there are times when there's four or five lectures going on at once, right? That's right, and we have hired enough uh, ASL interpreters for each one. Unreal. The Orthodox Union presents Torah New York indoors at City Field in Queens. I don't know if it's fair to run through the list of speakers, unless you <laughs> unless you want me to do it really quickly, because uh, you know you have a you really have a, just a, a an amazing list. You you're bringing in many uh, Torah personalities from outside the country, right? People are coming in from Israel, correct? Yes, we're very fortunate. Rev. Yosef Rimon is coming in from Israel, Dr. Jeffrey Wolf, Dr. Ora Wiskin. I'll actually tell you, 
I uh, I had a, a, a minor freakout this week because Sivan Rahav Meir right. was recalled to Israel. She's here for the year. She's right. starting her shlichut right. um, as Mizrahi's uh, shlicha to uh, North America, and she was recalled to Israel to report on the elections. And I freaked out. I said, no, we lost the speaker, but she's coming back. She's coming back for a shop. She's coming back so she can speak at Tour New York. Oh, so she'll be there someday. <laughs> and, yeah. And I say it that way because I know how popular she is. There's going to be a lot of people who would be really disappointed if she wasn't there, but it's great that she will be there. And like I said, everybody, I mean, there's some incredible names. I'm looking at the list right now. Incredible names in the U.S., Israel, uh, who are just ready and uh, raring to uh, go this Sunday and provide inspiration. And the feeling of, of tshuva and slichus is in the air. And this is a perfect time to uh, take advantage of Torah New York. Anybody who thought that the uh, Sunday before Erev Rosh Hashanah was not a great day for this has been proven completely wrong. <laughs> they are expecting, right. at the moment, they're expecting close to 3,000 people at the OU Torah New York at City Field this coming Sunday. That number may grow, and the registration is already off the charts. We remind you, it's very simple to register. You simply uh, go to the website at um, oh one second I just lost it there okay, here we go you go TorahNY.org. There, there we go you go to TorahNY.org. again that's Torah Torah you. you certainly do go to ou.org slash TorahNY or go to TorahNY.org and you can register to be there it starts eight forty five this coming Sunday at City Field Rabbi Pardo is there anything you'd like to add we you know we actually came on the program last year to tell you that we we're concerned about capacity right we filled up and we've actually increased capacity this year so this thing is going to be pardon the pun we're going to kick hit this out of the park yeah 100%. it's going to be unbelievable it's what be a way to spend a sunday a real grand slam for those who are cynical and say wait a second there's forty-five thousand seats obviously this is indoors at city field where there is a certain capacity <laughs> you've expanded that area to accommodate as many people as possible so that's great and hope Nelson, that. give me a couple years and we can work on the 45,000. That would be amazing, huh? Uh, all, you, <laughs> all you need is a roof in case of bad weather. OU.org slash Torah NY. Rabbi David Pardo uh, is uh, ready to welcome you this coming Sunday. Uh, thank you so much. A happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you. And I am so thrilled that this Sunday looks like it's going to be a major success. A good kvitzel is Shana Tova to you, to your listeners, to everybody. And I really look forward to welcoming and greeting every single one of you at or NY this Sunday. It's going to be amazing. Thousands you'll be greeting, and that's a great feeling. Kudos to the OU, and what they're doing with this event is simply unreal. Wednesday morning broadcast, you're listening to JM in the AM.
נכנס למקום שנכנס, ועמד במקום שעמד. לחץ ידיו רגליו, טבל עליו ונסתפק. בא ממקום שהוא בא, והלך למקום שהלך. פשט בגדי החול, לבש בגדי לבן. וככה היה אומר הנשם, כפר לחטאים, לעוונות ולפשעים. שחטאתי לפניך, אני וביתי. ואם אדם היה יכול לזכור את הפגמים, את החסרונות, את כל הפשעים, את כל העוונות, בטח ככה היה מונה אחת, אחת ואחת, אחת ושתיים, אחת ושלוש, אחת וארבע, אחת וחמש. ישר היה מתייאש, כי לא יכול היה לשאת את המרירות אחת, את הבושה, את הפספוס, את ההפסד. בכהנים והעם העומדים באזהרה, כשהיו שומעים את שם השם, המפורש יוצא מפי, כהן גדול היו קוראים, משתחווים ונופלים על פניהם. ברוך שם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד. היו שווים פיו ומעשיו. בא ממקום שהוא בא, והלך למקום שהלך. פשט בגדי לבן, לבש בגדי זהב. וככה היה אומר הנשם, כפר לחטאים, לעוונות ולפשעים. שחטאתי לפניך, אני וביתי. ואם אדם היה יכול לזכור את החסדים, את הטובות, את כל הרחמים, את כל הישועות, בטח ככה היה מונה אחת, אחת ואחת, אחת ושתיים, אחת מאלף, אלפי אלפים, ורוב מבורי בבות, ניסים נפלאות שעשית עימנו.
במקום שעמד. פשט בגדי זהב, לבש בגדי עצמו. בכל העם והכהנים היו מלווים אותו לביתו. ויום טוב לאוהביו, כי נסלח לכל עדת ישראל.
J.M. and the A.M. wrapping up the hour with Elo Kai. That's from Shalshelis Jr. here on a uh, Wednesday morning. Before that, you heard the Ishai Rebo Seder Avodah, big brand new song that uh, a lot of people are finding very inspiring, especially this time of year. Shira Hadasha Boys with Torah Siva before that. As we um, uh, featured the OU and the uh, Torah New York program that's happening this Sunday at City Fields, America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. It is a great pleasure to welcome Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky into our studio. When Cantor Rogoznitsky is uh, around and uh, you see his name uh, and, um, and the events that he's uh, supporting, in the uh, in the papers and on the air, you know it must be time for the high holidays. And sure enough, the high holidays are right around the corner. And not only will we be speaking about the historic Slicho service that goes on this coming Saturday night here in New York City, but there is a master class for those who want to master being a Shliach Tzibor, being one who represents uh, the congregation uh, from the Amud, from the uh, from the Bima. Um, happening this coming Monday. We'll talk about that as well. Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. And I must start off by wishing you Mazel Tov and a recent you. wedding. Thank you very much. So did you see the uh, Benjamin Siegel video? Do you think he has some uh, Hazanas potential? Did you? Uh... <laughs> Listen, he's got a great voice. And I want to tell you, it's very, very difficult to perform when yeah. it's your own event. So I thought it was fantastic. Tough circumstances, but Bar- Baruch Hashem went very well, and thank God it was an amazing simcha. Um, so here we are. We we are. I mean, people don't realize it. It sort of sneaks up on us, especially those of us in the Ashkenazic community. Uh, but Slichos is officially this coming Sunday morning. Obviously, in many places, it's really Saturday night. Uh, but this is it, day one of Slichos, and that means the following Sunday night we'll be gathering and chanting the traditional high holiday tune as you and many others start the service for Rosh Hashanah. It's hard to believe we're finally here, huh? Yeah, it really is amazing, and it's true. Slichos, no matter when you start it, <laughs> if you started like this far a month out, so you right. have time to calibrate, or you started this Matzah Shabbos, a Sunday morning, it really is the wake-up call. It certainly is, and I guess that's the way it's supposed to be. Elul, then Slichos, and then obviously the Aserah Uh All right, it's no secret What's happening at Parky Synagogue? This is a um, tradition that goes back many years already at this point. Cantor Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott, who is the chief cantor at Parkies, that would be that would right. be accurate. Yes, 
He is going to be leading the Slichos. Uh, it'll all begin with Rabbi Arthur Schneier, the State of World Jury Address. Uh, the topic this year, Jews facing political turmoil in the world. Uh, you might be able, by the way, to include the Prime Minister of Israel in that uh, in that assessment. <laughs> and then Chief Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott starts the Slichos service at 1030 with Maestro Russell Gare and the Park East Synagogue Choir. As usual, you have uh, printed and have distributed uh, through all the different channels, the highlights that one can expect this Slichus. There are certain pieces that Cantor, Helfgott, and the choir are going to do. Um, can I assume that whatever's highlighted this year has not been highlighted in past years? Um, partially. Okay. So one piece that's sung at every Slichus service by Cantor, Helfgott is Anenu. You know, he's very much compared to Moshe Kosovitsky in his right. heyday. So that's a must. That's like the national anthem of cantorial <laughs> music. But other than that, there's some that... And that's uh, toward the end of the service. Correct. And so that keeps you there for the two hours, because if you came to hear it, <laughs> it's right at the tail end. But there will be some pieces that we advertised, and then there's some surprises. Amazing. But you have advertised is Ana Cole, which you, which you say is from Eisenstadt. I'm assuming a great cantor. Yes. Right. And and when you use the names of the cantors, these are the cantors who actually wrote the pieces, the musical piece, right? Correct. Shmakolenu, the Hirschman Weintraub Shmakolenu. There are many Shmakolenus, Cantor Benny, are there not? There are many. There are many. Uh, most yeah. of us think there's only one or two, <laughs> right? <laughs> Especially the ones that we run through during our Slichus. Exactly. But, but I would I would argue to say that the Hirschman Weintraub is the most well-known in the cantorial world because it, it follows the tradition as it would do in any shul, but then it adds a lot of beautiful melody and high notes, which is what people come to hear Chaznelfgat for. Is this sold out already, by the way? It is not sold out yet, but I guarantee you yeah. every single seat will be taken Every by time I see a video of this Slichus service, and it's one of the benefits of Slichus that you can actually video Correct. it, as opposed, to, <laughs> as opposed to most of the services that we have, uh, there isn't a seat to be had. Right. Uh, do you take reservations in advance? Like, what do you do here? So everything is pretty much done in advance. You can actually go online and pick your seats, mm -hmm. whatever is left. But, you know, you always have the stragglers, those who want to see how Shabbos Musaf goes and then decide what they're doing Monday <laughs> Shabbos. So, uh, so you, we always have room when people show up, but it generally is a standing room only crowd. Whole thing is unbelievable. Go to parkysynagogue.org, parkysynagogue.org. Are, are you kidding, by the way, when you speak about this upcoming Shabbos, do you have guests who come, Dafka, this Shabbos, to be in the shul? So we have guests who come because they want to experience. You've been to the shul. Yeah, it's sure. a very, very beautiful building. It's been around for 130 years. So when you come, let's say, Shabbos, and you're in and out, it's almost like going through the airport. You don't really experience it. You come Shabbos, you spend the Shabbos with us, you'll have an opportunity to hear me That's what I'm thinking, because the, the uh, Cantor Helfgott's not davening the Shabbos, He is not right? opening his mouth over Shabbos. Right. And Matzi Shabbos, obviously, you'll hear Which the means highlight. you get Musaf? Correct. Shachris and Musaf. Shachris and Musaf. Yes. And that's not unusual. When you're asked to daven, very often it's both? It's it's almost always both, yes. Wow. A lot of people always think Musaf is the, you know, the cantorial Right, so generally you know, what preference. happens, Musaf comes after the rabbi's sermon, and right. regardless of which rabbi is speaking, the chazan's usually curtailed somewhat. So Shachar still allows you to show off a little bit before you get cut off towards Musaf. And if I'm right, uh, Shachar and Musaf this week will be relatively what we would say normal, right? There's no no extra additions this week. Yes. Say regular Shabbos. Correct. I mean, I'll try to put in some of the motifs and melodies. I was trying to do that during El. Right. Put in a few of the, the Ryan hints. Correct. Something give me one. Give me one. Give me, a, give me, give me something. If I'm davening for the Yom Adish, 
Shabbos. And now, of course, I'm, I'm going to campaign for that in my shul. Right. Give me a Yamim Narayim. You don't have to sing it. Just give me a, a you know a, a something that would fit with Shabbos davening that really does give a hint that we're in Elul. What would be right. a good example? So, for example, in Kedusha, in, yeah. of Musaf, I would sing for Mimkomo, the Avinu Malkenu. You know, Mimkomo. That's one idea. Then you have, you know, Barbara Streisand made of, you know, a big hit. So I would do. And so suddenly people are like, what's going on? Wow. Or in Kedusha, for example, in Kitzvah is very much, uh, you know, it's considered part part of Nisana Tokim. So I would do. So people are like, one second, is it Roshanim Kipriyat? Maybe I came on the wrong date. But what it does is it puts your mind into this thought, okay, tonight is Slichos. We're around the corner from Yontif. I love it. I love it. What a great idea. And you could do the same in Shachris, I assume, if you wanted to. Yes, I would try and throw in in Shachris again some motif, some right. maybe Machnisei Rachmim, which is so popular, right. we'll sing that night. So in Kedusha, I might sing of Shachris Machnisei Rachmim to just try and be, give people a little bit of the flavor of what's coming oh, you up. Just, okay, a million questions just came into my mind. So first of all, um, is um, when, when we go back, because we did have... Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Elul a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Was that also a time to include Yamim Narayim, Yantav's Almost Coming uh, material, or that was too early? No, absolutely. It starts with Shabbos Mavarchim. And by the way, not just for Elul. So Shabbos Mavarchim of Kislev, because you're dealing with Hanukkah, yeah. you would put in a melody of whether it's right. Mo's Tzu or something. Right. Nisan, you would put in something right. from either the Halil or Seder. Right. The, I use for for ear. Exactly. Literally. And, yeah. and really the idea, there's a concept in Jewish music called Me'inyana which means from the concept. Just like when you end, let's say, right, and you're going into Halil, there's generally a tune switch because right. you're introducing Halil, the same thing. It's a theme. You want to make people wake up and realize, wow. So, for example, I did on Yechad uh, Shehu, or actually announcing Rosh Chodesh, I did the tune of Kol Nidre. Rosh Chodesh And people are turning around like, like, whoa, what's going on here? That's good. But I guarantee you, everybody that knows. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's good. I like that. And of course, I remind everyone we don't bench Rosh Chodesh for Tishrei. Correct. So that's yes. why that's why Elo also gets its own special attention. Exactly. Uh, Benny Rogoznitsky, the great cantor, is here. Parkysynagogue.org for information about this coming we will talk about Monday in a minute. Uh, you just reminded me about something else um, when it comes to the uh, the special tunes uh, that are used, and of course, uh, of course, it just slipped my mind. But anyway, maybe I'll sing to you. <laughs> but anyway, um, so so that's what happens this Shabbos. Uh, a lot of hints toward Yontif coming up. Cantor Helfgott refuses to open his mouth until Slichas begins, as you indicated. Yes. Not uncommon for the great Chazanim around the world. Right. Um, and then, of course. Next Sunday night, he will be in full voice and be leading the uh, the Rosh Hashanah service. Do you still get on? It, it, it's funny. Um, just by chance, I come across people who literally come to Midtown Manhattan to spend Shabbos just to be in your shul on a you know on a regular basis. It could be a summer. It could be during the year. It could be a short Shabbos where it's a little easier for people to you know spend just a certain amount of time during the day. In Midtown, uh, and they do you still see a lot of guests coming that, who are doing that? Yes, we still see a lot of guests come. First of all, guests walk. A lot of people walk from Williamsburg on Shabbos, especially when Elfgott is davening. From Williamsburg to Park East. To Park East, which is a two-hour walk. Yeah, that's it's quite not, a trip. That's why we offer a nice kiddish. <laughs> <laughs> 
But <laughs> but people come, and then people come for Shabbos. But that's also one of the reasons why so many people come for slichos. It's really the only time to be able, like you said before, yep. you can drive, you yep. could be on the on the phone, or at least not during slichos, right. but before and after, and so you can experience it and not have to stay in Manhattan. But a lot of a lot of people travel from around the country, and even around the world, come for Shabbos. A fellow emailed me this morning. He's coming from England, from Mar- Marvel Arch Synagogue. He's going to be Shabbos in New York, and he wants to come to hear Chazan Helfka. So it's uh, and he knows and he Shabbos. knows he has to wait till Matzah Shabbos to do that. Absolutely. What's the schedule? I mean, Shabbos Mavarchim in general. I assume he davens. So it, it it used to be Shabbos Mavarchim. Now is we make up the schedule together. So we look at the map of the year, what's coming up, any right. special smachot like Yom Atzmaut, for example. He davens does a beautiful Mishaberch Fatzal. By right. the way, it's always amazing to see a Gerachasid with a spudik, and you know how he wears the long mm-hmm. coat and everything, and he's standing there singing Hatikva, singing Mishaberch Fatzal. It's like if you want to imagine the unity of the Jewish people, you just have to come to park. I saw him do it. it recently. I don't remember what the event was, but I saw him do it recently, and it really is it's, it's incredible and very, very stirring. Um, all right, so that's the story with Saturday night. The highlights include the Eisenstadt in a call, the Hirschman Weintraub Schmackolainu, the Anenu that you pointed out, is now a staple and in demand by everybody who shows up. That's by Kutlowitz and uh, Kusevitsky. And Chief Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, will, of course, lead the service. If you want to check out what the schedule of the Cantor is, and again, this is in no way degrading his, his, his um, what's the word they use on Broadway? His understudy, <laughs> right? Cantor <laughs> Benny is a, is a brilliant understudy. But just in case someone wants to check, when is Cantor Helfgott actually... Um, uh, leading the service during the year, I assume they could just email you and, and find out, right? Yes, and we post it on the website. Usually ah, okay. now, this time of year, we post about three so months So we'll in know advance. already Hanukkah time what he's doing. Yes. We'll, we'll already know. Yes. Okay. And cool. people do that, by the way. They check, they, they follow up. They, Shabbos, the Shabbos Hanukkah, I assume he's there. Shabbos Hanukkah yeah. is there. And what's interesting, people also <laughs> email and they ask what he's going to be singing. So like you're asking me now, is he going to be singing these highlights? People email about Slichos and say, is he going to the, to this piece? Or do we have a child that's going to sing? Or what is the choir going to sing? People, the diehards, actually care about the subject matter. It's not just showing up. They want to make sure that they're going to hear new material. Now, how much new material can you do? It's the same Slichos every year. We haven't changed what we're saying. But people care, and they want to know what pieces they're going to hear. Are you a baseball fan? I am. Do, do you know what this reminds me of? Tell me. Do you know that in the late 60s, you know, the tradition was at, on Sunday, a lot of players got the day off because it was a day game very often the right. end of a series, often before a day off, so they'd get two days in a row off. People would call the Yankee dugout to find out if Mickey Mantle was playing. They would, ask, they would ask Ralph Houck, is Mickey Mantle playing? Otherwise, I'm not coming to the ballpark. Right. That's what it sounds like. That's people, exactly what it People is. are calling to find out what pieces he's doing. Right. Um, what will Motsai Yamanucha be? you have any clue? Do you have any so, idea what it will be? It's interesting. Motsai he leaves some things for a surprise. What he generally does with Motsai Yamanucha is we'll bring a kid up and they'll do a duet. It won't necessarily be heavy chazanus. It might be Karlbach. It might be Yonatan It could be Rezel. a Karlbach song? Yes. And that, by I the way... I do Ulei Sarascha. Well, by the way... He might do that? He might do that. And that's how chazanus has changed a little. Yeah, but I thought, gotta, I thought that he's breaking the golden rule here. He is. But times have changed. And, and he's the chief. <laughs> and he's the king, right? He can and do whatever he wants. King, and he does it. And by the way... The kahal, people join in with him. You see, the thing about Chazan, it says, you know, it's a, it's a spectator's game. You sit and you're watching. Right. When you're able to sing, that's what makes Karl Bach so the amazing. Participation. And the can join in. Yep. It's amazing. And he's mastered a way to do both. Unbelievable. You know, one of our favorite Slicha selections is Eitan Katz's Lamancha. 
Sure. Is it possible that he has ever done that, or, or no way? Um, I don't know if he's ever done it. Would he do uh, Kalbachs on a Shamalach? Is that absolutely not? He would, would do he Kalbachs do? on a Shamalach? I'll give you the scoop here. He will do Kalbachs on a Shamalach. He will then go but into Chazanas. But, 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 but there's a, also a traditional Hanashamalach. So what he will do is he's going to start off with Kalbach Hanashamalach, and then he will go into the traditional Chazanas. And that's a scoop for your listeners. And all this uh, in 90 minutes. The entire service, about well, between 90, 90 and, and two hours. Somewhere Correct. between 90 minutes and two hours. Yes. The whole thing's incredible, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> Parkysynagogue.org. All right, we have, we have something else to talk about, and that is that you have a desire, um, as any responsible chazan does, to make sure that people daven properly. That's basically yes. what it comes down to. And I have the information in front of me about a class, literally a class, uh, that's going to be taking place. It's called a master class for Bali Tfila and Chazanim. For Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Davening, you're calling it hitting the high notes, uh, combining Nusuch and Nigun, a guide to mastering the Tfilos and making the Davening meaningful and memorable. Chazan Yitzchik Meir Helfgott, Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky, Cantor Daniel Gildar, who accompanies, I mean, is he going to be there much of the times? He's not going to be there much of the times. Okay, but he accompanies usually all the great cantors Correct. in their performances. This is happening this coming Monday night. Uh, 7 p.m., and uh, is it happening at Park East? Yes. It's happening at Park East Synagogue, 164 East 68th Street in New York. You are asking people to reserve, right, to, yes. to let you know that they're coming. So go to parkeastsynagogue.org, parkeastsynagogue.org. You can also RSVP at Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E, at P-E-S-Y-N.org, P-E-S-Y-N.org. There will be a question and answer session. People can ask whatever they wish. What are you hoping to accomplish with Monday night's class? So I would say Monday night's class is more for Bali Tfila than Chazanim, even though Chazanim do show up. What happens is every shul has a Bali Tfila. Right. And Bali Tfila need new material. They need ideas, how to use your voice. For most, they're not davening all year. So now you're about to run a marathon. You know, what should you do? We always speak about should you drink the egg or not. I right. always say that from the egg, all you get is salmonella. There's <laughs> nothing good that comes out of it. But you got to know, what are you supposed to do? And how do you engage? And what tunes are appropriate? and how you should use your voice. So all those little tips we will give in about two hours. And because you have Chazna Helfgad, who's a tenor, and I'm a baritone, and our styles are very different, so those who care about the pure Chazanis will hear from Chazna Helfgad. Those who care about what's more popular out there as far as Karl Bach, Nussach, how do you, you know, bring them together, will be able to hear from me. And then Danny Gildar, who's an expert on Chazanis, will talk about the tradition, what tunes can be changed, what can't. It really is a fascinating class, and I encourage anybody interested in the subject matter to attend. Can you give me an example of something that can't be changed? So an example, which I always use, and we've done this class a few years uh, in, uh, before, is that there's a certain nusach for, let's say, Brosh Hashanah Yikasevun. You could sing the first part, right. but the Miyichia Miyomis is really a very serious, solemn prayer. You should not be using tunes, like, for example, a young chazan told me that he's going to use the song for Kate Sadmarakdim. And I was like, you don't understand aye, the subject. Aye, aye, Here you're aye, talking aye, about aye. who's going to live, who's going to die. And you, well, he says, well, I want people to be excited. I said, you want people to be excited? Ain't Kitzvah is the time for sure. excitement. There is the time to open your heart. No matter what the nusach is, it should be one of beseeching, of prayer, of tefillah. Not one of great joy and, you know, jumping up and down. So you go through the davening, the Mari, for example. This tune, ah, sure. that we all know every sure. shul, Ashkenazi shul And every world. paragraph. You Correct. Say, right? that's, that's a nusach that should not be changed. Kol nidre are nuschos that shouldn't be changed. But yet within the davening, yale, salachti, all of that. If you have tunes that work and they're appropriate because they make sense, they, they bring out feeling, 
they would be perfect for those uh, for those selections. What can you do for Vahakonim? Can it be in the Avoda for Yom Kippur? Can it be anything practically, like as long as it fits in terms of the mood of, of you know, the crescendo of the Avoda of uh, Yom Kippur? Right, so the actual paragraph Vahakonim should follow the Nusach, which is And most responsible cantors do that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, wow. but but because now I'm glad I do that. <laughs> but because you have three vakonim, right. it could get somewhat monotonous. So if a chazan wanted to sing to start that vakonim and then sing in the middle, you could do that. But the motif of this vakonim or Alenu, for example, right. a fellow chazan told me that he's davening in his shul. I think it's in Minnesota, and he's going to get up and he says, "I'm going to do the popular tune, Alenu leshabeach nakol." But that's not the Alenu. It's all about Alenu. That's that's the nusach of the moment. So. There you can change, but yet in Sim Shalom, in Kedusha, in those places, in Kitzvah, Chamol, all the, if there are tunes right. that you can sing, absolutely, the more you can get the Kahol engaged, the better it Ochila. is. Ochila. absolutely. Yes, there's a Nusach, but there is freedom there to bring in very popular, as Mati Steinmetz, there's others. Right. Absolutely. The more singing you do, the more the crowd feels that they're connected. Uh, Dudu Fisher once yelled at me. I shared with him... Uh, part of what I do for Hinnity, because I was asking him, you know, Hinnity ha- is a very sensitive piece. Right. The words are really heartfelt. You're, you're you're standing up and telling both God and the congregation, I'm here to represent you. Right. And it's, it's scary to a point. There are people who are frightened by the whole Hinnity thing. My kids, when, when they were younger, were like, you know, it, it's, 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 right. a, it's a... It's a serious prayer. It's a serious prayer yes. to start things off. And, you know, so he, he the reason he yelled at me is because um, I shared with him what I do for the line, Visigar Bisatan, Leval Yastineni. And he said to me, No, no, no. That those four words have to be so powerful, have to be so loud and piercing. Because look what you're saying, Visigar help me translate. Visigar Bisatan, you you're you you are you're asking God to intervene with the with the Satan right. so that he does not influence me. Right. right? Which is so see he said to me, Dudu Fisher at the time, he said this is the way it has to sound. Right. It, ha- it has to be, the, of all the pachat, of all the fear that's going on in, he- in Hinnity, that has to be one of the greatest you know, feelings of fear. Right, because really you're starting off by saying, God, I'm not the right messenger. Right. But they sent me. Right. Now, God, what I need you to do, yell at the Satan, right. the cigar, scream at the Satan, get him out of the way. So you want to make that dramatic. It's God, this is where I need you. Keep the Satan away from my voice, and my voice shouldn't crack while I'm davening, away from my mind, so my mind shouldn't divert to other things, and let me lead the kahal. So it is about creating a very big crescendo at that moment. And can the same then be said when we say in the Unasanatoka, the cold de mama, that it should be said at a, it, it, it reflect what a cold de mama, a the mama would be uh, would uh, almost lower, like silence, right? A lower voice, yes, right? and it yes. should reflect a lower voice. Absolutely, that's not a point to be making right. a crescendo. And again, a lot of people that come to shul, even those who daven every day, don't understand the words. So, what right. a good chazna baltfila can do is they can through the music they can create the moment. So, if you make if you're singing in full voice and you suddenly go a little bit quieter, almost like you would do in Gali Israel or at other points, you suddenly make an emphasis. Wow. Cold to mama. It's almost like the sound of silence. Mm-hmm. There is no sound in silence, right? But you want to create a certain moment, and you do that through alternating how you use your voice. You know the words "benafsho yavi lachmo" that comes after in Asanatokif. Yes. To, to me, those are all essentially the words are that that we give our lives in order to in order to feed our families, in order to make a living. You know, you, you could use whatever interpretation you want. Right. To me, that's one of the even though it's not a life death. 
uh, you know, part of Unisana Tokyo. It's still a very serious, you know, again, a serious plea to God that, you know, we are willing to give our lives to, you know, help us out, that type of thing. Does that get a special um, tune or a, a special emphasis? So there is more freedom there, but you're right, by the way, when you talk about the struggles that people go through. Right. And I think that also, by the way, in Unisana Tokyo, a lot of people say, okay, that's true. Life and death, right. we have little choice. But if you look at towards the end, right. right? Who's going to have an easier life and who's going to go through tsars? That is, and Chazanim don't make a huge deal of that. But right. that is so much how you live. It's not just if you live; you can have, be living and have a terrible life. So those areas have a little bit more freedom. But the appropriate melody would be soulfulness, something that expresses you know feeling and not one of jubilation. And as we, it's a difference not to get ten, technical between major and minor. Major is more happy songs. Minor is more the, the, the neshama of a person. So any song in that, uh, uh, right after Nisana Tokov, that talks about whether it's Hanashamalach or Kalbach's Mim Komcha or what Avram Free does, those sort of songs would be very appropriate for right after Nisana Tokov. You know what line gets me even more than Mi Yechia Mi Yamus? Mi Vekitso Umilo Vekitso. Right. Who at his appointed time and who earlier than his appointed time. And that, that's, a, that's a scary thought. Right. And and I think, if I remember correctly, the great Chazanim make it known that that's a powerful line, right? Absolutely. Also because it, you, who knows? Right. Who knows their time? It's the one thing nobody knows. We know who's sick, but many people are sick and thank God get better. Right. In fact, Yosla Rosenblatt's son, Ralph Rosenblatt, yeah. who only died a few years ago, yeah. told, he I, told me this once. You remember? I, because I we remember were, this. <laughs> Go ahead. We, so uh, he told me, I said to him, how did your dad prepare for, for davening? He said his father, Yasselin Rosenblatt, died in 1933. He would turn around before Hinani and just look at the crowd. And he said, I would think about how many tsars, what are people going through in this kila? And he said, when I looked around, that's all I needed. Then I would start Hinani because I'd understand I'm not just davening for myself. I'm davening for everyone here, for their dreams, for their hopes, for their families, for the tragedies they've been through. And that really, it's sobering. You're also, you're a chazan, you daven, you know what that means. People, you are there to inspire them. And there's not a person in the community that doesn't hasn't gone through some sort of trouble and doesn't need some sort of prayer and Yeshua from Hashem. Wow. And if prayer is the key, and we know that we do believe that, right. if I or anybody can inspire someone to pray better or right. pray deeper or with more kavana, with more intent and more thought, then we've accomplished a lot, frankly. Right. I always feel, by the way, when people compliment, if even on a regular Shabbos, if someone comes to me and says, you have a beautiful voice, that's great. It's not something I had much to do with. You know, I was born, God gave right. me a gift, maybe I, right. I like helped people, it a little bit. When people say I'm tall, I, say I, bl- I blame my parents. Correct, what know? can I do? But when someone says you inspired me, I always feel like now I did something because that means they were moved. Something that I did, you know, inspired them. I love it. Phenomenal. Cantor Ben Eregosnitsky, as you see, I could do this all morning, <laughs> as you see. Uh, just a couple of more things. Besides Bimotsai Menucha, and I said Bimotsai Yom Menucha before. Am I wrong? It's just, some say Bimotsai oh, yeah. Okay, at least yeah. there's a Nusach that I'm yeah. quoting. Because Yom Menucha is Yom Shabbos, right. really. Yeah. Are there any other songs? Forget Shmakalena for a moment. Are there any other parts to this coming Saturday night that could be popular in Igunim, or that would really be the only one? So Vahav Yosim. Ah. Right? Tradition. I mean, va- Does he do it? So it depends on whether there's a piece that starts Halvein, which is about halfway through the. Halvein, the, right. So, so if he does that, there's no room for right. Vaviosim. But if he doesn't, then absolutely. Vaviosim and does that depend was, on the clock? What does it depend on? It depends he gets on like the it's, it's really a feeling. Much of it does depend on the clock. Because look, you do right. have to be sensitive. Right. Even those who want to sit there two hours right. don't necessarily want to sit for three hours. Right. You know, you got to think. Obviously, Machnise Rachmin is 
world over, and that, people sing and that. And that is the, what we know as the Machli Seirah. Absolutely. Hanukkah. He sings that every year, and we always have a Must child that sings with sings him. It. What's, what's with these kids? Is he practicing with them the whole summer? What's so not doing? the whole summer, but in the last couple of weeks, he's and practicing. And they can do this in front of thousands? There will be thousands of people Yes, there. I, I, there would be close to a thousand. Right. Can they do it in front of a crowd like that? So you never know till the kid right, actually gets exactly. up. Because when the kid sings at a wedding, and you have all the support of sure. the orchestra, even if the kid goes off a little right. bit, when the kid sings in front of a thousand people yeah. and the room is silent. And he doesn't want to make gotcha. mistakes. And he doesn't want to make mistakes. And he mistakes. knows Healthcott doesn't want to make mistakes. <laughs> and so, but I got to say, Healthcott is great with the kids. You know, he always puts his arm around him. He helps him. The kid also has to be able to pick up the tone yeah. on the spot. It's not like you have a piano and you know what, what where we're going to start. the key and all that? He needs the key. So, but, but when the kid does it well, which oh. almost always happens... It's just and, so and inspirational. And who are they? Are these synagogue members? Are they no. kids from Brooklyn? Who are they? So the kids from Brooklyn, Williamsburg. In fact, we have a kid coming from Israel this year, coming to only to sing at Slichos on Matzei Shabbos. How old is this young man? He's I th- he's either 12 or 13. And this has been his highlight. We've worked with this child for over a year. Chaznelf got sang with him at a few weddings. And then the child said to him, I wish I could sing with you for Slichos. And thank God we've managed to what put it together. What piece will they do together? They're going to sing Machnisei. And they're going to sing also in Hanashamalach. Right after they finish the Karlbach Hanashamalach, there's a cantorial piece, and he's going to sing the second part. Before Kelarach? Before the. Uh... Yes, yes. Unbelievable. And and once Machnise is done, is that essentially the end of Slichus or not? Yes, I mean, we sing the Avinu right. Malkenu, ah, you know, right. that's in, that's really part right. of the Tachnun. They sing the famous Kaddish, which was the Rosenblatt Kaddish. At the end? You know, Yiskandash, which is very famous for all cantorial davenings right. on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. They do that again, it gives you the theme that the next time we'll meet you is Rosh Hashanah, and that's going to be the highlight of the day. The davening, for many people, the end of the davening right. is the highlight. So <laughs> it gives you, you know, you take whatever message you want from it. But that really, Machnise really is wrapping up the, the Slichos davening. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. Just incredible. Um, Slichos starts with by Arthur Schneier's State of World Jury Address at 9 p.m. Chief Kanti Yitzchak Mayor Health got Slichos at 10.30. I mean, not to get too personal, but it, 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 it says something about you that you are able to be there for Slichos and not Daven for the Umbud. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. And, and you've always had that disposition, which is to be admired. Right. Um, whether I call you an understudy or uh, or what would be a more appropriate term, Chazan Shani? So the, the the way the shul has it, I'm the Chazan and he's the chief Chazan. Oh, even so better. The, yes. Sorry about yeah. Chazan Shani. <laughs> so you're the you cantor find. at Parky Sinega. Correct. But still, you have this legend that you're always deferring to, so to speak. Right, right. It, so, look, it, it helps that we're very friendly. It right. also helps that we have different kinds of voices. If we right. were both tenors, I don't know if it would be so easy. More competitive? But co- correct. Because there is this, listen, the kina suffer, right? right? There's always, but we really, we're doing different things. We're bringing different things to the table. And also, I really believe in the tefillin and the power to move people. And if it's those who love Chazan Elfgan and those who come to listen to me, you know, we can share. And we do, by the way, Shabbosim together where we work very well together. Does he ever but daven Friday night? Well, when he's there for Shabbos, he does well, daven. daven yes. And yes. Not, we're not Kalbaching. Um, he, believe it or not, he, he does has started sometimes? to do Kalbach. So he'll do Moshe Aaron? He'll do Moshe Aaron. Which he did, I believe, in Barclays Center. Correct. Am I right? In Barclays, and he did it at Hask. One, and he did it at Hask also, Moshe Aaron. Yeah. Also, very different. You know, you come into Shul, you expect you're going to hear Chazan Elfgat singing. Yeah. But times have changed, Nachum. And Chazanim are changing with the times. And his Lechadodi is, is participation? Yes. Or it's, or it's cantorial? No, Lechadodi is always participation. Then he will come back to cantorial. But right. Vashamru, for example, yeah. he always sings with the people. Whether it's something from Majitz or it's Karl Bachsman right. Komchar, it's always getting people to join. And if in. he does a participation, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. I, you probably have things to do, but <laughs> when he does the Lachadodi participation style, does he do a cantorial Boi Vashalom or not necessarily? No, 
No, but the only challenge he has, and I can say it on air because yeah. he knows it, is he's a very high tenor. So right. he starts Lechadoni in a key. Then I and I have a pretty good range. I can't sing the low notes that he can sing because he's starting so high. And I will say to him, you have to remember, Cantor, if you're singing with the people, you have to sing a key that's more, right. you know, that everybody can join more in. More matim. More matim. But it, so that's you, a struggle you, for him. If you do the Benzian Schenker, um, right? Right, oh, Vahoyulam Shisa, you could yes. start very low. I Absolutely. know that. Yes. Because sometimes people are frustrated in my own shul about that. But right. You could start very low with that one. Um, and what Ms. Marshir, will it be, will he do a... Uh, Some, a so sometimes he'll open with the Kralbach Mizmor, right. and then Tzadik Katomer, he would do either from Lewandowski, you know, there's a famous Yeki. I like the Mizmor Marshir. He'll do that as he well. He will yes. do that. Yes. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Tell you. And by the way, Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky, uh, in... in um, you know, I, I know some may not like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. There are times during tefillah when there is no problem repeating words, and there are times during tefillah where it's inappropriate to repeat words, right? Absolutely. For instance, let me give you an example, yeah. and I, now I'm going to rant. Now I'm going to rant for the brand <laughs> new year. In Hallel, I would never dare repeat a word. I'm in the middle of a bracha, right? right? The birchas Hallel. I would never repeat a word in Hallel, which is t- totally understood. So if you're singing a Hallel selection... You make you you literally make sure not to repeat the word, but you know use your la la las and bubble bums, etc. But if I'm taking out the Torah, and I want to sing Tivnech Chomot Yerushalayim the way the song was written, right. unlike the way we collectively had to have destroyed that beautiful tune of taking out the Torah. In, in your show, I assume they do it the right way. Yes, right? absolutely. There, there's no problem repeating a word. There's also no problem in Lachadodi to repeat the line Lachadodi really as often as you want. And Absolutely. not do the la-la-las and all that Correct. stuff. So instead of people making blanket rules, we do not repeat words in this synagogue, let, why not do the right thing? That right. when it's there to enhance davening and it's totally legal, let's do it because it adds to the beauty of davening. Right. And when it's not proper, again, middle of Birchus Kriyashma, middle of Hallel, probably a million other examples, right. then obviously don't repeat words. Like Correct. like if you're doing Chazar Sashat, I don't know if I would sing the Sim Shalom song. Because right. I don't know if that's appropriate in Chazar Shashats to, in fact, repeat words. Right. But taking out the Torah, Bay Anarachets, you know what we've done to that song? Do you Absolutely. know what we've done to that song? By the way, and you're right, the cardinal rule is the bracha. You're saying right. Baruch Hata Hashem, don't repeat. But in Brich Shmei, or in Avarachamim, or in Chadesh Yemenu Kekedim, oh. right? What's the issue? You haven't, you're not repeating, you're not in the middle of a bracha, and yet people, it's, people don't know. And this comes it's from It's out this, of ignorance. Correct. And so they make this rule. And I think, by the way, oh. one of the reasons is because oh, oh. they want to limit the canter. Right. And if you don't repeat words, dominating right. is going to take on average 15 minutes shorter. My father of blessed memory, who you know was a was a great rabbi Absolutely. of a large congregation, used to say, and see, he was one who was never intimidated, so it didn't apply to him. Right. But he would say this is a way for rabbis to control their canter. Right. And that's just unfair because the kahal, the congregation, suffers because of it, in my opinion. Right. And by the way, and this is me who doesn't like a long davening, right. advocating repeat where it, 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 right. it where it belongs. There are places that there's absolutely no issue. And by the way, good chazanim, and that's part of what we teach in this class. If if we go to, I was just in San Diego for a program, and I daven for Shabbos. I always say to the people that are running the program, "What time do you want to be done?" All right. You tell me what time right. you want to be on it. I'll bring the train to the station. Right. That Don't tell me which track to take. Right. But I'll, that's what a good chazan does. Right. You have to respect. Look, if the call is done by 1 o'clock 
don't schlep it out to 130 because right. that means you have people on the edge of their seats in a bad way. But Chazanim need to know how do you do this within a framework that's pleasurable for the kahal and doesn't seem like you're overtaxing. And someone who comes to your shul knows when it's going to end on Absolutely. Jobs. And Simple. we have a rabbi who we love, Rabbi Schneier, right. and he makes it very clear. I want to be done at 12 or right. quarter, whatever's happening that day. And I have to give him a lot of credit, even though you know he knows the whole, all the people in the world, all the famous sure. you know, UN and everybody. Dignitaries. They come, but rabbi gives us a time, and we generally always keep to it. Right. Kedusha. I, I don't think it's a problem repeating Vuhu Yashmienu. I don't think so either. Right. I do it. I know Chazan Helfgat does it. Again, some kehilos are right. makbid. I mean, not I to hear it. it's kedusha, but still. Right. But you know, and I, I know it's the, it's essentially. I don't know if we call it the middle of a bracha, but I get it. I get the whole thing. But again, if it enhances the davening, yeah. you know, one one has to suspect that God's okay with it. Right. If it if it is increasing one's you know desire to beseech the one above. So. That's very important also. What are you doing when you're repeating? Is it just, with some people repeat, is it a show? Is, or, is it a show? Or if through your in, repeating it, right. are you inspiring? And if it means that the call will sing it again, and they, like if you sang Machnisei Rachmim in Kedusha, and you'd have to repeat the Mimkomo, right. but it brought people in, I, I'm all for it. You know and what? I'm glad we have your vote. You know what? With what you just said, maybe we should. maybe we can repeat in Hall. Maybe we can do Mashiv and sing it over and over and, and you know, and inspire people like right. that. Right. You never know. I, I'm making a rule here, and frankly, the rule may be inappropriate in itself. Right. And also, look, different shuls. It's interesting that the Hasidim, yeah. while they're makbid, you know, certain right. parts, but they're very open in other places. Brich Shmei, no problem, repeat. They will repeat. When you take the Torah out, no problem. avarachamim. It depends. It really depends on the shul and the tradition. What's his Rebonah Shalom like on the uh, on Yom Kippur? You're talking about when you in, take, in take the, out the Torah. Uh, so it's interesting. People say that our Mavinim, that the highlight of the davening is that Rebonah Shalom. More than a Sanatokif, because that Rabbonisham speaks about right Parnassa, Chaim, Rafua Shlema. So people have said that yeah. the silliest thing a congregant can do is skip that paragraph. Even if, by the way, if you don't say it, Chazanis. Right. But there's such beautiful prayer right. there. It's so personal, and you're opening our encodage. The moment is so awesome. Right. He that usually takes about ten to twelve minutes. I will tell you, Nachum, if you only had fifteen minutes to come to Shul on Yantif, you him. should come to hear him say. The does he do it from the bima? He's already up uh, by the Torah. He does it by the Torah. And last year, especially on a personal note, his mother was very ill. Unfortunately, she passed during the year. And to hear that when he we daven, you know, for Fushlema, and but not only last right. year, you, the, the the words that you're saying are so powerful. That it's just, it's just an incredible... People, by the way, show up. You know, many of our members are not of the most orthodox. Right. They're, they're more traditional. Right. People ask, what time is the Rabboni going to be? And they show up. So let's say we start davening a quarter to eight. We get to the Rabboni about 9.30. You'll see, if you watch people coming in 9.30, you're not, you don't have a full shul. But the Mavinim are all there to hear. Is, is it a classic Rabboni Like, it's is there one Kvartan. piece? Yes. Kvartan. Kvartan is, I would say, the most famous Rabboni And he will do that all three days. And he'll do it all three days, unless it, I always feel so bad when it falls oh, on right. Shabbos, because you don't, right. well, but thank God year, you don't have this year. And you have the choir support. It's magic. How many members in the choir? On Rosh Hashanah, we have eight. And that's good enough. It's good enough. And by the way, where the choir helps you is on the places where you can't repeat, like Melechal right. Kalaris. Right? So that's a real Mel- bracha, right? Right. And then you right. can't so they repeat. They sing it. They sing it. They'll repeat it. Or he, or then he and just it's has such a beautiful song. Yes. It's yeah. such a beautiful. What have we done, Cantor Betty? Yeah. It's such a beautiful song. And the world over. You, it's I like know, pushing a button. You right, do Melech every, and everybody. Like Hianu Amecha. Absolutely. Which is why, by the way, I say in those melodies, wherever you're davening, Find out what the tune is and sing their tune. Don't right. come into a shul and change Keanu Amecha. Right. These are part of the fabric of a tradition of a shul. Right, 100%. Unbelievable. Um, and I'm telling you, every week, 
the whole Tiv Nechomos Yerushalayim and Bayan Arachitz kills me every right. week. And I'm a guy who likes to get out of shul early. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and every week it kills me at what right. we've done to it. I, I, I always yeah. think about it. It's unfortunate. <sighs> anyway, to end on a positive note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Selichus is coming Saturday night. The master class is Monday, 7 p.m., right? 7, 7 p.m. Yes. at Parky Synagogue. If you are a Baltzfila or a Chazen, you are more than invited to come. Not only will you hear from three experts, you'll also be able to ask questions and, and get some answers in advance of Rosh Hashanah. And I'm so glad you came. This, this could never have happened over the phone, no, no, this, this conversation. Just... I'm so glad you <laughs> Thank came you. in. You gave me an opportunity to vent about everything, which is wonderful. And enjoy Matzah Shabbos. It's going to be yet uh, another highlight of the high holiday season. Thank you. And Achim, if you change your mind about davening, you're davening Rosh Hashanah yeah. Kippur, you know, I'll get you a seat at Park East. I but I know that, that. you're sought after about Tfila. I don't know about sought after, <laughs> but I have a place. I know. And, well, And we that's... have a good tradition. And the people have expectations now to have that davening every year. And, and thank God, myself and those who, you know, are, are with me there are able to inspire the crowd. And that's right. the most important thing, as you said. Absolutely. So. So Baruch Hashem. And yeah. yes, if I ever do switch to a different synagogue, I better ask what tunes they do. Absolutely. Because those traditions should never come to an end. Thank you, Cantor Benny. Thank you very much. A good convention to good you. A good convention is right. Uh, think of me during uh, during the Matzai Menucha, please. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly will. Cantor Benny Rugaznitsky on a Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. You know what we'll do? Let me find... I'm not even... Oh, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe it's, I was going to say let's, let's go to a classic from Rosenblatt, but you know what? I think it would be more appropriate to go to something by uh, Cantor Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott. This is his Ms. Marla David that he did with uh, Yitzchak Perlman from the album Eternal Echoes at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Chazen Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, with both Yismachu and Ms. Marla David. My thanks to Cantor uh, Benny Rogoznitsky. Ah, that was, a, that was a spirited conversation, which continued, by the way, after the uh, segment was over. I wish that part would have been on the air as well, frankly. But um, anyway, Baruch Hashem. Plenty to, uh, pr- plenty to talk about here as we get set for the Brand new year of 5780. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday. couple of reminders. Tomorrow we're at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. Tomorrow we are um, Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. <laughs> Listener Yaichi says on the app, no uh, Yusela mentioned. Well, I hope he heard the part about uh, Ralph Rosenblatt. Ralph was somebody that Yaichi knew very well. Um... So uh, tomorrow we're at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere with an amazing lineup. We really have an amazing lineup tomorrow uh, of uh, people who are going to be stopping by at the show. We're there courtesy, of course, of Azer Mitzion, who are sponsoring our uh, a month on the road, our September on the road. And um, let's see here. Someone sent me earlier. Here it is. Uh, tomorrow we have representatives from Hafter. We have Dove Heikind. We have Rabbi Gladstein. He's got the brand new book from Art Scroll, which we're going to be talking about tomorrow, entitled The Mystery and the Majesty, Elul Yomim Narayim and Sukkis, The Grandeur and Nobility of the Days of Awe and Joy. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein joins us tomorrow at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. Rabbi Adam Englander, head of school at Halb. Ryan Hyman from Azer Mitzion. I assume he'll give me the uh, the um, official certificate of victory that I beat uh, Miriam Wallach in the golf ball challenge. We'll explain that tomorrow. And Mazel tov, by the way, to all the winners, uh, to Shari, Daniela, and DN, all who were winners in the split the pot at the big uh, golf ball drop yesterday. Charlie Harari is going to join us. Hindi's Libraries will join us. Naomi Nachman will join us. It's all tomorrow. Got to get a bagel. Woodmere, stop by and say hello between 6 and 9 a.m. We have no idea yet where the live lunch will be. That's a mystery. Big thank you to our friends at Amudim. We were there last night. Uh, I had the pleasure of hosting. Miriam Alwalik had the pleasure of uh, of um, producing a, a five-hour spectacular last evening. Remember, you have all day today to support the work of Amudim. You're going to get emails. You're going to get WhatsApp messages. You're going to get social media posts about the Amudim uh, campaign. Every dollar you give is worth four times that amount. It's quadrupled. Give as generously as you can. Go to pillar2pillar.com, pillar2pillar.com. Give as generously as possible to our friends at um, at Amudim. And a big thank you to everybody at uh, a big thank you to everybody at Sammy's yesterday. We were in Teaneck, New Jersey. That was a great show, and I thank everybody, Yussi and Carol, and everybody responsible for helping us out yesterday at the Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. It was really nice. Met a lot of great people in Teaneck yesterday, so it was wonderful to be there, and I appreciate everybody uh, coming out and uh, joining us. A lot of uh, distinguished guests yesterday morning here at uh, JM and the AM. OHOT is next. Eight minutes before 9 o'clock, JM and the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Speaking of Israel, my thanks to Mayor Weingarten. Well, basically, we have a deadlock. We have a stalemate after the Israeli election. I want to thank Mayor for joining me earlier this morning to discuss that. You can check it out in the archive of today's show, of course. Big thank you to Kenter Benny. Great, great segment, and based on what I just saw on the back end, a lot of people like that segment, a lot, and I thank everybody for tuning in. I hope you found it exciting and enlightening. Uh, I found it amazing. My thanks, Ryan Pardo. Don't forget, get your uh, reservations in at Torah in New York for this coming Sunday, and a big thank you to Ryan Pardo for joining us, and boy, the OU has just amazing what they've done with this event. Incredible. Tomorrow, we have an incredible lineup. We have an incredible lineup tomorrow. I've got to get a bagel out in Woodmere. Join us. Come by and say hi. Between 6 and 9 a.m., we have an amazing and incredible lineup. Make sure to join us. Uh, support Amudim. Go to PillarToPillar.com. PillarToPillar.com. Have a fabulous Wednesday till tomorrow from Woodmere. Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.